0: You sure are. 7.05 right back at it. The uh, Monday night edition of the Employment Hour. The uh, phone line's already open. 416 870 star 640 on your cell. Have questions about your job, employment, uh, your boss. If you are a boss or an employer, fair game. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Email help at employmenthour.com and always severancepaycalculator.com to get started as well. So this is a live call and show. We'd love to hear from you tonight. If only with a question and comment, bring it on here for the next uh Hour to uh, to answer those questions, Leor. Week that was is how we start before we get to the Ten Commandments of terminations of employment. That is on the way. But uh, what do you got, pal?
1: Well, I barely barely made it here because I was uh, literally up until uh, five minutes ago talking to people about their workplace rights, emailing back mm-hmm. to people, making sure that I can get to get back to as many people as possible uh, and answering questions and resolving problems. And and that's. What's what I do? You know, I'm 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 here on the radio a couple times a week. The rest of the time, I am in my office talking, resolving problems, helping uh, employers and employees navigate this maze of workplace rights. So don't ever be bashful to reach out to me. Whether it's on the show right now, we want to talk to you. Call us. Ask your questions or if you want to talk to me at the office, we'll give you that contact information throughout the show. No such thing as bad questions. I want to talk to you. I want to have the opportunity to solve that workplace problem that either is bothering you right now, or it's kind of always bothered you, and you've always wondered what your rights are, no, right. w- no point of wonder anymore. Let's call right now. Call us right now, and let- we'll solve that problem. Or again, talk to me in the office. But week there was. Let me tell you a couple of situations that cr- came across my desk. Spoke with a lady that was working as a supervisor in a, in a large uh, retailer, a retailer that's a uh, part of a, of a chain. Uh, well, recently, apparently, the particular store that she was working at uh, was slower. It became a lot slower. And her boss told her, well, we don't have a need for uh, for you as a supervisor because there's also another supervisor at the store. So you have two options. Option number one is you can go down to a sales associate person, so you'll take a bit of a pay cut and you won't be a supervisor, you'll just be in sales. Or you can relocate to another store about uh, 70, 75 kilometers away that does need a supervisor mm-hmm. and you can be a supervisor in that store. Only two options you have, nothing else you can do. Well, she uh, called me and she wanted to know, is that really it? Are these really my only two options? Well, of course, John, uh, hopefully our regular listeners know, no, that is not her only two options. Her employer doesn't have the right to impose either of those uh, situations, either the uh, the reduction in, in, in responsibilities, i.e. the demotion, or the relocation. They can't demote her, they can't relocate her, which means she has a third option, and that is to treat her employment as being terminated and leave with severance. She had been at this uh, particular store for over eight years. She could be owed eight, nine, even 10 months of severance, uh, and that's enough severance to allow her to find another job. And I wanted to bring this up today, again, to remind people that sometimes your employer may give you options, but those may not be all the options that you have. In this case, she had another better option. Don't take a demotion. Don't take a pay cut. Don't take a relocation 75 kilometers away treat your employment as being constructively dismissed, get your severance. You may find yourself in that situation. If you want to know what your options are, always uh, don't hesitate to reach out to me and talk to
0: me. Easy to do that. Help at EmploymentHour.com and one 855 821 But to call us here tonight over the next hour and ask your questions, simple lines open, ready for you. 416 870 star 640 on sale in that regard. Moving on to, uh, to Dominic. Hey Dominic, thanks for, uh, for calling in so early. How are you?
2: Hi, good. Yourself?
0: Great. What's, uh, what's your concern?
2: Okay, so back in January, I, had a, I put in a request for a pay raise and it was denied but they countered so now i've got the counter in my hands uh the part that i want to know about is the employment is in regards to determination the yeah they're going by the employment Standards act and not common law so is that something i should be
1: concerned about so you mean when you mean they go by it you mean they they have you sign an employment agreement that speaks to that yes it, they want me to sign it but i'm not going to sign until I get some more information. But. Well, good, good thinking. So here's how this works, uh, Dominic. They're going to say, "Okay, I will give you a, a dollar pay raise, whatever it is. I'm not. Right. Doesn't have to be a dollar." And in return, you sign this agreement. No big deal, except what that agreement does is it limits your severance, and at some point, is going to cost you tens of thousands of dollars. So no, you do not, Dominic. I don't care if it's a dollar pay raise. You do not want to sign an agreement that limits your future severance. Uh, by saying, we're only going to pay you the minimums in the Employment Standards Act, that means you're not going to get your full termination entitlements. So if they turn around and let you go six months later, a month later, a year later, whatever it is, you could be in a situation where you can lose thousands. How long have you worked there? 25 years. Well, Ooh. and is it a big big company or a small company?
2: Uh, family-run business, about $200 million.
1: Okay. So you, you could be, your, your minimum entitlements, assuming it has a larger Payroll would be somewhere around uh, 33 weeks pay. Your full entitlements, 24 months pay. So literally three times that. Uh, So I would not agree to that. Uh, It would have to be a pretty darn good pay raise for you to to agree to something like that, uh, Dominic. Does that make sense? It does. But how do you get it changed? Well, I mean, you you negotiate with them and you tell them, "I'm not comfortable with this." Ultimately, if they say that's the only way we're going to give you a pay raise, we're not going to give you a pay raise otherwise you'll have to make a choice. What's, what's better for you? What's worth it and what's not worth it? Yeah. Uh, trust me, they're, they're they've put that there for a reason because they're thinking at some point they're going to part ways with you. So address it with them. Try to get them to delete it. If they refuse, you have to make that decision. What's better, the pay raise or limiting your future severance? That's a personal decision. I told you my opinion. Okay. Excellent. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Dominic. Appreciate the, the call tonight. A good one as well. By the way, you want to reach out more information after you talk to your employer, uh, Leora's there, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred and help at employment For you as well tonight, though, works just like that. Just that simple. Get some answers. Four one six eight seven oh sixty four hundred star six forty on your cell on a lovely, bright love springtime Monday, uh, Monday evening. John, how are you? Thanks for calling in.
3: Good evening. Good evening. Uh I'm I'm 55. I've been with an engineering firm like for 33 years, and the two brothers bought it out. Um, and they, I uh, didn't want to retire because uh, I'm making a good, really good wage, right? So they came in. They said, uh, "You, you got to retire. We we're bringing in our nephew." Um, huh. So, but we'll give you a month, a month off, or like a month free. Then they'll pay my wage and stuff. My wife's like, take it. That's a month off or whatever. But I'm like, I'm. and they wanted me to sign something. But so I didn't, but she's like, sign it before they, and they, they said they'd take it away if I didn't sign it. So, but I didn't sign anything. And uh, so they just basically retired me and, say, and said on my ROE that I quit or whatever. So I don't, they brought in their nephew. So I don't know what to do then.
1: Now... John, when did this happen? How long ago?
3: Uh, about three weeks.
1: Okay, good, good, good. So uh, this is silly. That It's absolutely ridiculous. They've decided you're not going to work there, so they've terminated your employment, and they they said, oh, well, we'll figure out a way to give you a month's pay. Well, that's ridiculous, because guess what? You're, you were terminated, you're owed severance, and after 33 years, you're owed two years' pay, 24 months' pay. Not even debatable. So, I'm glad you didn't sign. Frankly, even if you had signed something, what, what they're offering is is so ridiculous that it wouldn't have mattered. But here's the thing. What I'm not comfortable with is there being a record of employment that says that you quit. Okay? That's not good. So I want you right away, and I mean this, you know, as soon as you get off the, off the phone here with me, I want you to send them an email saying, just to confirm, I I never quit. Uh, you told me that I have no job there because you're bringing in your, your nephews. Uh, And I want to continue working, but I understand that you've made that decision. Make it very, very clear. Once you do that, call me. Okay? Let me help you get that severance. It could be as simple as me sending a letter, and you can get that two years' pay. Uh, I wouldn't sit on this, John. There's a lot at stake here, a lot of money. Send that email though as soon as you get off the phone.
3: They told me not to contact the lawyer or anything, or they got a lot more money than I (laughs) had.
1: Oh, please. Here's the thing, this is so straightforward, it's 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 ridiculous. There's really no defense here. Uh I, I couldn't make it more straightforward if I tried. Do not worry about it. Send that email. Trust me on this. Send that email now as soon as you get off the phone. And then after you do that, call me or email me and let's you and I sit down and talk this is going to resolve. This is not complicated. I promise you, this is not going to be anywhere near a courtroom. Uh, it's not going to be something that you need to worry about from a legal fee standpoint. Uh, this is this is uh, pretty much uh, meat and potatoes. That, that's how bas- okay. uh, basic it is.
3: I was afraid of going to court. Okay. Thank you.
0: Nope.
1: So John, reach John out to pre- me as soon as possible. Okay. Please do.
0: John, appreciate the call. Here's the number. I'll give it to you a couple times. Do make that call. Send that email. Do not hesitate. 1-855-821-5900. Again, 1-855-821-5900. Help at employmenthour.com. That is, I mean, okay, now Employment Hour and 30, our TV show on Global CTV. We take phone calls from this radio show, our Wednesday show, weekend shows, and we replay them on the TV show. That is going to the top of the list on our next show. That is I
1: actually think we should be playing that call, uh, once on every show from now on.
0: It, it's that, <laughs> totally.
1: you know, that outrageous, but it also really th- explains why we're here, why yeah. we're doing the show, the entire rationale behind the show, the idea that employees may not understand their rights and they could have such significant rights, like John, two years pay. And, and, you know, his wife is actually telling him, Hey, they're giving you a month's pay. That's pretty good. You should sign before they change their mind. It doesn't work that way. And, and a lot of people are also are afraid to contact lawyers. They think things are going to go to court. Guess what? They don't go to court. They resolve, as will John's matter. So I'm glad John made the call. And if you're ever, ever in a similar situation, you
0: get on the phone, and you call me as well. It's just everything. Everything about there is just remarkable. They're saying you're reti- we are we are telling you you are retiring right now. Here's what we're going to give you. <laughs> Take it now. We're not giving it to you. And don't you dare call lawyer because we have more money than you. Who are they, the Sopranos brothers? Who's, <laughs> yeah. who's running this company? Seriously,
1: I mean, <laughs> what the heck is that? It's, it's exactly what the mob would do. Uh, no, it's, 100%. it's 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 silly. It's ridiculous. But you know what? To me, it comes out of ignorance rather than out of yeah. malice. I think it's a situation where they think they probably are are, are in the right, so they shouldn't be bothered to to do anything else. Well, they're not, and you know what? They're probably going to get a bit of a rude wake-up call when I contact them.
0: It's it's funny because we're putting the spotlight on this call, but I know for sure this is not the first time, nor will it be the last time that this comes through this show or your office on a regular basis. It's
1: not. It's not even, frankly, the first time today, okay? I mean, these things (sighs) come up often, uh, and and it's not something that's unique. And you know what? In many cases, individuals... May not make that call that uh, John just did, may think that they actually got a good deal somehow, may consult with their next door neighbor, with their barber or whatever it is, and find uh, out later on that they got the wrong advice. Well, hopefully John now heeds the advice that I gave him and and contacts them and then reaches out to me.
0: We got uh, lots to get through here. I know you want to talk about it a little more of the week that was and the uh, 10 commandments of termination of employment and your phone calls. Make the phone. If that doesn't illustrate how important it is to make that phone call, do it. takes uh, but a moment. 416 870 star 640 on your cell, and 1 888 225 talk That is toll free. If we got time later on, we'll get to some, some emails as well. That is help at employmenthour.com. Take a short break here and right back at it. The Monday night edition of the Employment Hour right here on Global News Radio. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, one That is toll-free tonight. Email, send those along, help at employmenthour.com. And if you haven't used it yet to check out what you should be owed, the proper number, severancepaycalculator.com as well. And a reminder, I did mention before we got into a, a short break there, a couple of minutes ago, Employment Hour and 30 happens on Global TV and CTV on your weekend morning. So looking forward to you joining us for our next edition of that particular televisual feast. Uh, Christopher, <laughs> thanks for calling in pal how are you
4: i'm fine sir good evening
0: what's uh, what's your concern my friend
4: yeah uh i was working with this company i started working with them uh 2012 so i was working with them through agency as a welder i got there as a welder but later on it means like i got there i started doing other things you know grinding doing so many things and i even went ahead and, and get a. Uh, because they they didn't they don't have any forklift driver, so you have to do this. So I went ahead and get myself a forklift license with my own money. So and uh, at the time I asked him, I like you know some overtime because somebody else we, we were like four there at that time, but three of three welders and one uh, helper, you know. So and I said you know I like overtime because I see some of, some of them were getting overtime, and he said, Oh, he, he can't give me overtime." that uh, there's no way he can, he can pay for overtime for me. I said, okay, no problem. So, and I, and later on, uh, some, uh, some so somebody else came because there was someone that was fired and somebody else came. And this guy was given overtime. I mean, this guy was coming whenever he likes and leaves whenever he likes. And later on, this guy was given the key to come to the building. If I come early, I have to stay outside and wait for this guy to come and open the beauty. And this guy came like two years after I was, after mm. I've been there. So, so many things were happening. This guy was giving me, I, I don't want to so, so many things. So I, later I said, you know what? I'm not giving over time, you know? So I said, I have to leave, you know, because I've been here for so long. If I come, I have to stay outside. If, if, the, if that guy, if, if the, the, the other employer is going to leave early, then they are going to tell me to leave on time. Because there's nobody to to lock the to lock the door. Like,
0: what's your basic question, Christopher? What do you want to know?
4: The basic question is that. Then later on, I have to because of the frustration and everything. I have to go, you know, to, to go uh, pay for training for another course, and uh, finally, I left there October. You know, I just want to know when. Even since I left, my employer never called me, and you know. So you know, is there anything? I mean, what do you call that? Is that because I've been listening to you? And you said uh, sometimes the, the, the employer might not you know, ask you to go, but it is a So, Christopher, right. let, let me
1: answer that. Obviously, yeah. if if you resign because the employer did something wrong or illegal, then in the eyes of the law, that is a termination. Now, in your situation, as I understand it, you were frustrated for good reason that someone else was treated better than you, even though you've been there for longer and you've you've worked really hard. That said, yeah. it's not illegal for the company to say, I'm going to treat this person better or I like this person better. Now, if they were doing it for a discriminatory reason, so maybe because of your age or your ethnicity or, or your medical condition, they were treating you differently, that's illegal. And if you leave because of that, you could be owed compensation. But if it's just a situation where they say, you know what, this guy, we like him better and then we don't like Christopher as much, then that's not illegal. And if you resign in that situation, you wouldn't be owed anything. So the only way you would be owed something is if you can show that their conduct, their behavior was based on a discriminatory reason. If it was discrimination, if it wasn't, then Uh, you would not be owed anything.
4: All right. All right. All right. Now, I just told you that I wasn't given the key to come to the building. All right. I, will, I came there before this other employee. Uh, um, um, employee. I understand, yes. So, and whenever, whenever they are leaving from the office and this guy is not in the, in, in the building, they are asking me to leave because nobody's going to lock the door.
1: Yeah. I mean, after there, there's after nothing, you know, like, Christopher, there's nothing illegal there's nothing about nothing that. Again, unless they're doing it for a discriminatory reason, there's nothing actually illegal about that. It's unfair, it's not right, but it's not illegal.
0: Christopher, appreciate your call. Uh, plenty of time for you as well. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Uh, Gary, good evening. How are you?
3: Hi. How you doing, guys? Um, Great. My wife works for a large uh, uh, prescription medication company, a large drug company. She's been there for 13 years, and they're changing her job description to something that she is not typically used to doing.
1: Mm-hmm. What is...
2: What's
1: available for that? Is it a lower-level job, less prestigious, or just something that requires different skills? Uh, It appears to be a lower-level job, uh, but they haven't changed her salary. Okay. So if it is, in fact, a lower-level job or a demotion of sorts, if it's something that she's not comfortable doing, in other words, if there's a good reason why she doesn't want to accept it, then that could be a constructive dismissal, even if they're not changing her pay. But again, there has to be a reason as to why this is not a good job, other than the fact that it's different. Different is not automatically a constructive dismissal. It's, it's a constructive dismissal if it's different and it's not as good because something. In that situation, mm-hmm. she could absolutely be owed uh, compensation. How long has your wife been, uh, been there? Fourteen years. Well, then she she's going to be owed significant severance, probably north of a year's pay. Okay, and so there, there could be a lot mm-hmm. at stake here. Uh, it, it, once she has a good handle as to what exactly they want to do with this job, what the the obligations are or what the responsibilities are, uh, have right. her call me. I want to sit down with her. I want to understand the differences between this job and her other job. Why this job is a lower level job, and why she may have a hard time doing it. And at that point, we can decide whether it makes sense to pursue this as a constructive dismissal. Gary,
3: yeah, they they are hiring uh, some young people, younger people. She's fifty three. Okay. And, uh, and they're kind of tasking them with what she did.
1: So in other words, Uh-oh. they say, you, Gary's wife, you can't do this job. You have to do another job. We're going to hire someone that's younger to do it. Correct. Well, I mean, listen, that, that you know what that sounds like to me. That sounds like age discrimination if, in fact, that is what they're doing. Uh, they can't mm. decide that they want to have younger people. They can't base their decision on the person's age, uh, and that, that's completely illegal. I would uh, I would be very concerned if that's the case. Even more of a reason for for she uh, and I to have a, a chat, and and uh, find out more about this. If this is age discrimination, then not only is it a human rights violation, she could be owed compensation under the human rights code. That would definitely be a constructive dismissal as well. So okay. there's there's a lot to investigate here, and I, I'd want to talk to her because again, the the devil's always in the details.
3: I, I agree with you. I appreciate your advice. Thanks very much. Thanks, Gary.
0: Thanks, Gary. Appreciate the call, and uh, please forward the number uh, to your wife: one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Again, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Help at EmploymentHour.com dot com is the email address, and for you to call in, ask your questions for the remainder of this show. Plenty of time: four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Star six forty on your cell. Uh, Rick, thanks for hanging on, fella. How are you?
2: No worries. Uh, better days. And not okay? The process is going through the struggle. Okay. Um, so anyway it all, all all came into fruition on saturday to late night phone calls demanding to me to be somewhere and this and that and this and that and i said no i'm not doing that um due to the amount of time i've already worked and in the hours it would have required me to get up at three thirty four in the morning so i denied it and then it uh i was already arranged to go there in the morning but uh people changing plans and ideas late night which is not the first time it's happened and so i got the call the next day from the boss and then i was getting frustrated and angry and i said you know what i said i don't want to come here anymore i'm going to do today i'll work sunday finish the wall at the shop and then i'll do my two weeks and i'll just do regular work weeks and he says it doesn't work like that you're done that was it
1: okay uh have you gotten anything from them an email a letter a record of employment anything no okay
2: so, I, got here's what... I went and picked up my last check, and all I had was a check with a pay stub in it, and I'm on salary. Right. And How... this check was less than all my other checks with no deductions because my deductions that were supposed to be coming off were for, like, my child support and stuff like that. And all that got shut down, I found out today, a couple months ago. So, none of my child support payments have been going through or coming off my check, but I wasn't getting the money either. So, okay. there's like. Thousands missing in between here and I'm kind of like I'm more upset about my my pay stub that I just got right so on salary for four thousand a month after taxes forty five something and like I said my last check with no deductions was $1,100
1: Okay. Well, obviously, I mean, on the on the issue of the outstanding wages or or the check, I'd want to obviously have a chat and understand it better. But, but let, let's talk about the bigger situation here. Uh, you've done what we call a heat of the moment a moment resignation. No,
2: there was no heat of the moment. I've called your shop before. I've been going through stuff with this company before. And to them wanting me to do towing stuff illegally, and I've had fallout out battles with them. And I did call your shop or your okay. office, and they told me they can't do nothing until something happens. And that was me asking for information to try to figure out what, what my options were, because I can't afford just to walk away from a job.
1: Okay. So there's well, a lot to it before it added up to a heat-of-the-moment thing. Okay, well, the reason why I said heat-of-the-moment is because of the fact that if, if it is heat of the moment, you know, things kind of come to a head, you're, you're, you're upset, you're, your boss is uh, being unreasonable, you have an opportunity to take it back. And if they don't let you take it back, it becomes a termination and they're going to be owing you severance. Because right now, it's a resignation. Now, you gave them two weeks so and they let you go on the spot. They have to pay you for the two weeks, okay?
2: They basically let me go already is what I'm telling you. I gave my two weeks. He
1: said, they're not accepting it. You're done. No, no. So, so you're not letting me speak, Rick. Rick, uh, they owe you the two weeks. That, that's for sure. But I'm, what I'm saying is, they could be they could owe you much, much more than that. How long have you worked there? Uh, about
2: 10, 11 months.
1: Okay, so they could owe you a couple of months' pay, maybe even more than that. Uh, if you're able to to tell them, listen, here at the moment, I want to take it back. I don't want to resign. And in that situation, uh, if they say too bad then they may owe you more severance than that at a minimum they owe you the two weeks pay uh rick not even a question about that but beyond that okay beyond that you you would have to try to take back that uh, resignation if in fact uh you're you want to do that either they let you take it back and you continue working or at that point it becomes a regular termination and they have to pay you full severance and not just two months. So that's, those are your options here, uh, Rick, and I, I would make that decision very quickly. If, in fact, you're going to take back your resignation, I want you to do it today. You resign Saturday, so you, usually I say you have a couple of days, so you're still okay. Today is Monday, but I wouldn't sit on this for any longer than that.
0: Rick, I uh, appreciate the call. We're going to move on. You want to follow up, 1-855-821-5900, uh, help at email, employmenthour.com it's It's a confusing world out there, man, when it comes to resignations and who fired who and did you let me go? It's just man it's it, it's it's confusing sometimes, right?
1: Right. it is absolutely confusing. it's uh it's one of those things that you know there's, there's a lot of different people telling you different things and you're being pulled in different directions. so yeah, you, uh, you gotta sometimes take take some take a breath, assess your situation, call, it, get some advice, and and make sure you make the right decisions always.
0: You still have time here as well, 416 870 star 640 on cell and one 225 talk That number is toll free. Uh, toll free. In, uh, in the meantime, we're going to get into our Ten Commandments of Termination of Employment. I'll give you the first one out there as we uh, go through the show here. Thou shalt think about termination when accepting a new job.
1: So that may sound strange a bit. You know, you should think about termination when you just accepted a job. Why would I think about a termination? I'm a, I'm a, you know, optimist. I don't want to think about termination. Well, the reason you should be thinking about termination is because your employer is. How do we know that? Because if your employer asks you to sign an employment agreement, which most employers now will, I almost guarantee you that in that employment agreement, there's going to be a term that tries to limit your future severance. So your employer is thinking about termination. Not only is your employer thinking about it, your employer is already trying to plan for what they would have to pay you if they let you go. And they're trying to minimize that amount. So what you have to do is you have to be aware of that. And if there is something in your employment agreement that tries to limit your severance, you want to be aware of that. You want to negotiate that out. Oftentimes it's not that, not that difficult to negotiate it out, and you have to identify it and tell your employer, "Your employer, I don't think this is fair. I'd like this uh, changed or removed. And in many cases, the employer is going to be agreeable to it. So when it comes to termination of employment, my first commandment is think about termination. If your employer is thinking about it, you have to think about that. Be careful about your employment agreement. You'd rather actually not have an employment agreement. You'd rather start your job on a handshake. You'd rather start your job with a uh, one-paragraph email But uh, if you do have an employment agreement, is there something there on termination? If there is, it's almost always bad news. You want to talk to me, I'll help you uh, explain to you what that actually means. But otherwise, you want to negotiate that with your employer. If you don't, it's going to cost you potentially tens of thousands of dollars down the road.
0: Number two, thou shall give up your future termination rights after you start working. Right, I think there's a knot
1: there that we should have said you shall not give up those those rights. And uh, so you know, it follows from the first one. Your employer may often ask you to sign an employment agreement after you started working, and that employment agreement may limit limit your entitlements. We had a caller earlier today uh, who said that uh, he asked for a raise, and returned his employer says, "Hey, no problem. Just sign this agreement." And that agreement limits his future severance. So what you don't want to do is you don't want to limit your future severance once you've already started working. Bad idea. You may sign that agreement as as that caller. You know, maybe you get a 50 cent pay raise or a dollar pay raise and later on find out, holy cow, now instead of getting a 20 month severance, I get three. Uh, Not worth it. So be very careful. 416-870-6400,
0: 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell lines are uh, still open. Lots of time for you to call in here, One triple eight two two five talk is toll-free. The Ten Commandments of Termination, number three, is thou shalt respond to any negative reviews or discipline.
1: Definitely, definitely, definitely. And the reason we're talking about that in the context of termination of employment and that is uh, because if your employer is giving you negative reviews, if your employer is putting you on a performance or improvement plan, is giving you, uh, you know, disciplinary letters, what they're trying to do often is build a case to let you go for cause. And that's where termination comes in. It's not just something that the employer does. They're trying to build up a case. So at some point, they may be able to pull the trigger, let you go uh, with cause without any severance. So what do you do? Well, you don't make it easier on them. Silence is the same as saying, yes, I agree and I accept. So if you don't agree, if you don't accept, you're gonna say so, you're gonna say so in writing. So don't just accept negative performance reviews. Don't just accept disciplinary disciplinary letters without doing something about it. I'm not saying be a jerk about it. I'm not saying be aggressive about it. Something to the effect of, you know, employer, you said that I did X and Y. Well, here's what I actually did. Or you said that I didn't do this, but here's what I what I, I really did do. Or something to that effect, put your position in writing in doing that. You're going to make it that much more difficult for your employer to let you go. You'll have more job security. You won't risk losing your severance. So always, always respond to anything negative and respond to it
0: in writing. The commandments of termination roll on. Number four: Thou shall not commit serious workplace misconduct.
1: Well, you know that this is not rocket science. Uh, this is not something we need to be uh, expert on law to say. If you don't want to lose your job, don't do something that that's bad enough to justify a termination of employment. Okay, don't. And if you do do, uh, I said do do, but if you do something bad, uh, make sure that uh, you 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 fess up to it. Oftentimes, situations where you try to deny something that you did may make it worse, give the company more reason to, to let you go because now it's a, a dishonesty situation. But if you're not going to commit serious misconduct, you're not going to be let go for cause. Remember, you may have done something wrong, but unless it's significant, unless it's very serious, you probably still cannot be let go for cause. So certainly one of my commandments when it comes to termination of employment is don't commit serious
0: workplace misconduct. Get to number five here in a minute or two, but until we'll get to Dean first on the phone. Hi, Dean. How are you? Not too bad. Yourself, brother? Good, brother. What's, uh, what's happening?
5: That's good. Well, I was asking you, answered a question for me about the termination uh, agreements when you're starting an employment with a new employer, and you said to negotiate that uh, out of the contract, potentially right. before your, your agreement, before you start. What would be an acceptable, or what you think would be an acceptable amount that you would say like would it be obviously the employment standard which is terrible or within the legal limit what would be the answer for that question
1: so uh it, it does depend to an extent on the role that you're accepting are you, are you looking at a senior role not so senior role tell me a bit about the role
5: well i'm not i'm just saying just I just thought of the question because just generally what you what you said at the beginning answered a question that i was going to call you about a few weeks ago Okay. So and now about trying to negotiate uh, a termination out of your original contract, would it be within your legal limits? Like, how far would you suggest that are would be within your rights to push that? Like,
1: well, of, obviously, if if you're already working for the company, you signed an agreement that limits your entitlements. It's going to be very very difficult. Uh, to convince the company to remove it. They're probably not going to do that. The best time to negotiate uh, to remove that type of language is when you're accepting a job offer. Okay, when when you're first being offered an offer. Now, if your employment agreement deals with the issue of termination, 99 out of 100 times, it's bad news. 99 <laughs> out of 100 times, it's there to limit your entitlements. So usually what I would simply say is, let's remove that language completely. Let's not have it address the issue of termination. In that case, the law takes care of, of things. The law comes in and decides how much you wrote. Now, if you want to have something in an agreement, depending on how senior a position, I would have something that says, if I'm let go, I, I will get a month's pay per year of service. Sometimes it could be more than that. But bottom line is, uh, you have to deal with it. You can't ignore it. And, and the best case scenario is to have it deleted completely from the employment agreement. Right. Okay.
5: I was just trying to keep thinking that out. If it's, I change position and I come into that, I would obviously be looking because everybody decides to give you a contract. So...
1: Yep, I thought it would do it. So but you I can think. absolutely negotiate those things, Dean. Absolutely,
0: Dean. Appreciate the call. You need to uh, reach out if it ever comes to fruition. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Of course, you know that number to call. Uh, call the or. Hey, Jim, how are you, pal?
5: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Good. What's going on?
5: Well, I have actually got what I believe is a wrongful hire.
0: Hmm. Yep. Um, Go ahead.
5: I had I had a customer or customer a company that hired me to do a job, and they hired my old boss, who him and I did not get along very well. Uh, that's the reason I left. And he became my immediate supervisor and asked them to terminate me less than 60 days after I had left a job of 18 years to go there.
1: Wow. And, and when you left that original job, how did, you, how did that happen? Did they come after you to, to find you, or did you apply for a job with them? The,
5: the writing was on the wall for me, and I had hired a recruiter. And the recruiter said, "This company is looking for somebody. Um, are you interested?" Said so yes, and he put the two of us together.
1: Right. So, so here's how that works. Because you're obviously actively looking uh, to leave, you're you're working with a recruiter. You knew that you probably are not going to be able to stay with the old company, uh, unless they made you certain promises uh, that that were essentially in writing about your security, about your long term employment, about who you're going to work with. Unless they did that, then legally speaking. What they've done is actually not wrong. Now, trust me on this when I say ethically, morally, business-wise, it's very, very wrong. But legally speaking, it's not wrong. Uh, and again, the only time it would be wrong is if there are promises that they've made that you can show, ideally in writing, that they didn't live up to. Now, you've worked there for a couple months then, you said? Uh, I was there like 63 days. Okay. Did they pay you any severance? Nothing. In your employment agreement that you signed with this company, was there a probationary clause? Um, no, actually, there wasn't. And is I this se- a, a senior role, Jim? Yes, it was. So even after a couple of months, you could be owed a couple of months' pay, maybe even a three months' pay, even though you've only worked there for a couple of months. So the fact that you've only been there for 63 days does not mean you don't get severance. I want you to call me because you could be owed still two, three months' pay, maybe even more, again, depending on your age and how senior a role this was. So, Jim, don't sit on this. Give me a call as soon as possible.
0: want to uh, try to slide uh, June in here very quickly. June, you got about a, uh, about a minute or so. What's, uh, what's your question?
3: Hi. Uh, my question is around um, being let go and if you have four weeks vacation that um, is part of your employment. So hypothetically, Mm -hmm. if someone's let go and they haven't used up their four weeks that they get annually, is that included in the severance, or do you lose that four weeks?
1: No, you don't lose that four weeks. Whatever you've accrued, the employer has to pay out to you on termination. You don't lose that vacation pay, and if they don't, that's a problem. But remember, there could be a lot more than just vacation. Go to severancepaycalculator.com to find out how much you're owed. I can't get into it a lot with you now because our show is coming to an end. But it's not just about vacation. Remember, if you lose your job, June, it could be a lot more at stake. So again, severancepaycalculator.com or reach out to me off air.
0: A lot of good stuff tonight. Appreciate all your calls, really good calls. And if you didn't get through or you're just thinking about it, a little bashful, reach out to Leor now. The show is done, 1-855-821-5900. Help at employmenthour.com. And as we just said, severancepaycalculator.com as well. we'll see you again Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. The weekend shows and employment hour at 30 happens on Global TV and CTV on your weekend mornings on Global News Radio.